Hi, this is Janet Lansbury, and welcome to Unruffled. Today I'm answering a question from a mother who's worried that her son's behavior on the playground is evolving from age-appropriate roughhousing to aggressive bullying. Before I begin, I want to welcome a new sponsor to my podcast, MacWeldon.com, a company that offers an exclusive line of daily wear for men. So what exactly is daily wear? Basically, it's the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants your guy, my guy, any guy will ever wear. And I'm speaking from experience. My husband ordered a pair of sweats and a couple of t-shirts. He's barely taken them off, to be honest. They're really soft. They're softer than soft. They look great, and they're suitable for just about any occasion. So let's talk about underwear for a minute. How many dads out there listening are wearing the same 12-pack brand that their mother bought them in grade school? Well, until last week, my husband's drawer was full of boxers that he's honestly had since the last century. Literally, the last century. Mack Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple, simple shopping. I can attest to the simple shopping. MacWeldon.com is easy to navigate, and I appreciate that, and it offers a really tight, manageable selection of products. So check it out, and if you like what you see, and I bet you will, please use the promo code UNRUFFLED, U-N-R-U-F-F-L-E-D, and you'll get 20% off anything you buy. If you order underwear, and for any reason you don't love your first pair, even if you just don't like the color, Mac Weldon will send you a different style or size or issue you a refund. And you can keep the pair that you already tried on. Makes sense, right? So I don't know how many uh, men are out there listening, but take my word for it, Mac Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing now. Well, I can't promise that, but I'm guessing. Whoever buys the underwear and tees and socks and sweats in the family, go to MacWeldon.com, enter the promo code UNRUFFLED and get 20% off. Mac Weldon, a revelation in daily wear. So here's the question I received. Dear Janet, thank you so much for your wonderful books and podcast and the consultation I did with you a couple years ago after the birth of my younger son, all of which have helped me beyond measure in moving closer to being the parent I hope to be. Over the past year, I've noticed my son getting into name-calling and fighting-type play, particularly when he is with certain friends at the park. For example, when one particular child comes to the park He and another friend will call that child names and provoke some physical fighting or pushing, etc. I know roughhousing can be totally fine under some circumstances, for example, wrestling as described by Teacher Tom, but that is not what this is. I don't want to label, but this looks like the beginnings of future bullying behavior to me. The other child can also be rough, but is not enjoying this play, and my son and his friend are basically targeting him. I do not allow it to continue, and I tell my son we will have to go home unless he stops. I'm able to redirect him each time, but it takes a lot of work, and I know there have been days when he's gotten more into this behavior without me seeing it soon enough, not always towards this particular child, but even with certain of his close friends. He can also be a really kind and good friend at times. I try not to hover when things are generally going well, and I also have my younger son, who's almost three, with me, so I know I miss some things. I see that the impulse is many times there to get into fighting and name-calling and targeting, even though he can't stand to see that behavior in books or movies and gets really uncomfortable when there's a bully-type character in a story. So, he gets that it isn't kind. He also does some similar behavior with his younger brother at home. 
Frankly, I think his behavior freaks me out because I've always been a super calm, cautious rule follower, was an only child until I was 11, and I've always been really averse to rough behavior, even though I know it can be age appropriate and that he is exploring behaviors. I try hard to seem unruffled, but I know he may see how uncomfortable it makes me, and I don't want that to increase the behavior. I also don't want to be punitive, but I have to admit that part of me is scared I'm inadvertently allowing him to turn into an unkind person. We're thinking of enrolling him in a martial arts class since he's showing interest in physical fighting type moves, but seems to need more guidance and structure to keep him from being unkind to others. I was wondering what your thoughts are on this or any other suggestions. Many thanks in advance. Okay, so just picking up on what she said here at the end of this. Uh, He seems to need more guidance and structure to keep him from being unkind to others. Yes. Okay. That's what I was thinking reading this. I feel like maybe this mother's letting this go way too far, much further than I would before she's intervening. For example, she says, and I tell my son we will have to go home unless he stops. No, I would stop that way before that point. If I see the beginning of this kind of behavior... I would come over, you know, not run over unless it's an emergency. If somebody's, you know, getting hurt, I'd be right there. He's not allowed to push. He's not allowed to touch another child unless that child agrees to roughhousing with him. So any touch, any words that are unkind to another child, I would be right there. And I would say, I'm not going to let you do that. Come here. You know, this guy, she doesn't say how old he is, but I'm imagining he's at least five. And... That's just not acceptable. So without an attitude, without getting angry at him, I would have his back. He does not want to be that guy. He does not want to be that person that he's being there. And that's why when he sees this guy in movies, when he sees the bully, when he sees the unkind person, it bothers him so much because he relates to that discomfort that creates that kind of behavior. It's a tightness, it's a sadness, it's a fear, it's an uncomfortable place that children are in when they are behaving unkindly. And I believe 100% that they do not want to be that person. They don't want us to let them be that person. But they're going there, and they're going there because they're uncomfortable for some reason. And in this mother's case, it may still be around the sibling issue. You know, this boy accepting his younger brother and maybe being criticized a little for his behavior with him. That's something that I advise a lot of caution and care around, you know, this transition that the older child has to go through. It's so painful. It's so difficult. And it can be the source of issues down the road. So I've written a lot about this. I've done a lot of podcasts around this topic. And most of the parents that I consult with are dealing with this transition. It's a big one. And even though his brother's almost three, he may still be caught up in feeling rejected by his parents, judged by his parents as a not nice kid. And the fear and the discomfort that creates inside a child is huge. And this is the way it comes out. They want to take it out with other kids. They want to make other kids feel their pain. And we can't let them do that. So... As soon as that behavior starts, or if you even just see it coming, I would be close, I would be there, I would take him by the hand with love and firmly move him out of that situation. This parent also made the comment about how she's she's really averse to rough behavior. 
a lot of parents report to me, and I remember feeling this myself, before I started seeing it as loving, I would see, you know, really firmly physically intervening and taking our child aside. I would feel, you know, tentative about that. Is that going to be too rough? Is that going to be too physical? And I have a lot of parents asking me about that. But I learned that this is the mama bear or the papa bear really looking out for that kid. And it's got to be firm. It's got to be confident. It's got to be physical. And so I'm wondering if this mother is a little bit shying away from that. And that's what her son needs, that kind of protection, that kind of fearless, heroic, I'm your mom and I'm just not going to let you be that guy. You know, we're, we're going. This is, you know, unacceptable right from the beginning. He needs that hero mom <laughs> or dad to come in and help him out with great confidence, courage, and yeah, physical taking him aside, taking him home probably and removing him from that situation. Not waiting, not hoping it's going to change, not allowing a little of it to go on. It's got to be uh, clear to you that he's not on a healthy path there. So I'm sure that he is really kind and a good friend at times when he's being that comfortable part of himself, when he's acting out of that side of himself that we've got to encourage and will encourage it by protecting him and stopping him right away when he goes into the dark side and also having a very forgiving, empathetic, I'm on your side attitude with him all the time. You know, I've got your back, buddy. I'm here. You know, I'm going to stop you. And really seeing that he's not a mean kid. He's a sad kid that's going to a place he doesn't want to go to and needs his parents to protect him from that side of himself. And when he feels that, when he feels that that's there for him without judgment, sure, once in a while you're going to get a little upset maybe and um, emotional about it, or he's going to sense some frustration from you. If that's rare, then he will stop doing all of this but he needs to feel safe in himself. You know, we all have, we all have a dark side and we can act out of that side or we can act out of the goodness in us. Children go through periods where they need a little help with that. So when this mother says redirect him, I don't know what that's looking like, but no, I would not redirect him. I would firmly remove him from the situation and get him out of there. <laughs> or if you can't get out of there, Keep him right next to you. Keep your arm around him and don't let him get away. <laughs> and let him know that you're there. You'll always be there when you can and that you care enough to stop him and not let him be the mean, rude guy. Um, in terms of a martial arts class, sure, if he's interested in that, you know, those actually tend to be very disciplined classes with a lot of structure. So I don't know, maybe he would like that. But for some of the physical aspects of this and for him to maybe relieve some of the stress that he's feeling in an appropriate way, you know, any physical activity, any sport, anything like that, that, that he's interested in doing could be really helpful because there is a physical aspect to this that will help him, again, to process some of the feelings in a very appropriate way. But, you know, mostly what I see here is that he feels overwhelmed by his own uncomfortable feelings in these situations. And he, he, he really needs to feel the boundaries around him. He really needs to feel that safety around him. So I hope that helps. 
And once again, I want to thank Mac Weldon for sponsoring this podcast. Please go to MacWeldon.com and have a look at their exclusive line of daily wear and take advantage of the 20% discount offer by using the promo code UNRUFFLED. Also, please check out some of my other podcasts on my website, JanetLansbury.com. And remember, both of my books are available on audio at audible.com. That's Elevating Child Care and No Bad Kids, Toddler Discipline Without Shame, which explains a lot about what I'm talking about, about being on our child's side, uh, having their back, taking care of them, setting limits early, and physically following through with those limits. Oftentimes, while we're saying, I need to stop you, we're actually physically stopping our child. That's what I recommend. You can also get them in paperback at Amazon and an ebook at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and Apple.com. Also, I have an audio series, Sessions, and it's available by going to my website. And these are actual consultations I've had with parents that agreed to be recorded so you can hear their issues and my feedback around them. And we get the whole back and forth and all the details. And you can read complete episode descriptions and decide which ones may be helpful, or you can order all six. Thanks for listening. We can do this.